It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Thursday Trust Life with Jason Bonington and Toby McKinnon. Join the conversation on 0499 736 736. Welcome back. Trot's Life, Toby McKinnon and Mick Gurren joining me. Mick, how are you, mate, and whereabouts are you today? Uh, Toby, I'm in Auckland. I'm having a great time. There's a, a bunch of great races all over the place, um, and I'm sort of trying to work in mainly harness racing, but it gallops on top of that because there's a group one at Hastings on Saturday. And yep. then next week I'm coming across your way, mate. I'm coming across for what's going to be a wonderful Victoria Cup derby and Oaks night. And, man, I love that race meeting Saturday night. There's so much depth to it and so many really cool contests. Um, in some ways, I'm sort of hoping all the good horses for the second line and the derby and the Oaks next week so we can have a bit more fun again. But <laughs> any of the good ones have got second lines this week, and I think that's going to make for a real strength for the derbies and the Oaks races because they'll have to move and they won't be the masters or mistresses of their own destiny. So I think it's going to be a really cool night on Saturday night. Yeah, there'll be a lot of cat and mouse going on as well, won't there? Just horses trying to qualify, and there'll be there'll be some interesting races, some intriguing affairs, and some unlikely scenarios, I'd imagine. Well, I think what you find in Victoria Derby heats in the past is is most times, uh, you know, the twenty to one chance will hand up to the two dollar chance. That's what usually happens because yeah. obviously they want to qualify. Yeah. So I think that being the case, you know, if a catch a wave or can't find a better man gets there first, they may get the lead. Captain Ravishing versus Leap to Fame. You might have those, whoever gets there first gets the lead or sits outside the lead and controls the race. Uh, and then the other horse has to go sit parked outside it. I think that's what happens. And, that, and that's impossible to tell because so many times in harness racing we kid ourselves well, horse A is following at horse B, and horse B has great gate speed, but it very, really works out the way you want when you start talking about horses following each other out. It's a, unless it's barrier one, following a leader from barrier one, you know, I'll defy anybody to tell me that Captain Ravishing's going to end up in front of Leap to Fame or vice versa because who they're following out, because you're then trying to predict the behaviour of four separate horses at once. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of predicting. Yeah, 100%. Now, I want to talk into Dominion rankings probably with you a bit more as well, but to, oh, is it disappointing the number of Kiwis coming over here? And that's the first part. And the second part, I think there's been a number of horses purchased out of New Zealand with an eye to running them into, in the Inter-Dominion series as well. I hadn't heard about the purchasing, but if you're purchasing a horse to run in the Inter-Dominions, it's probably not good enough to win the Inter-Dominions because yeah. the horses who can win the Inter-Dominion are for sale. Um, in saying that Bonsell Benjamin won it last year, but I don't think we're going to see that this year. Uh, it is disappointing. I, I, I can't understand why anybody wouldn't nominate all their horses yeah. because it's free. Yeah. And, they, and then you work it out afterwards. But 
I rang a lot of trainers. I spoke to a lot of them and said, why aren't you nominating? What's the situation here? Including Mark Purden. Now, I'm not going to tell Mark what to do because he's in the Hall of Fame and I'm sitting in the lounge. But the one thing I would say is I think the $30,000 heats um, make people go, well, if I win a heat, I still only get 15 k and it's not enough to cover the trip. I personally couldn't care about that. You're not going there to win the heat. You're going there to win the final. Um, I do think that the New Zealand Cup is such a tough week and to go to Victoria and travel around in the state and pinch some people off, again, I don't think it's that big a deal. It didn't seem to affect most horses last year in New South Wales. Probably what helps or affects it worse is the back end of the season there in New Zealand is very compacted. And one of New Zealand's biggest race days is smack bang during the Inter-Dominions. And we're going to see a lot more of this as we do with the Breeders' Challenge versus the Breeders' Crown, New South Wales to Victoria. Everything's compacted. We almost don't have a winter of racing circuits, obviously, mm. we have Queensland. But the back end of the season is so compact. Now, I'm not trying to defend anybody because people can do what they want. It's nothing really to do with me. But say you're Mark Purden mm. and you've got self-assured, and, and Gene Feast wasn't that keen anyway, but say you're taking self-assured and say you do win the Inter Dominion. Now, to me, that's awesome. I'll be the happiest person on the planet. But Mark's won a couple of them. I think he's won three, three of the last six. Yeah. And if he goes here and wins the Inter Dominion and he's away from home and he misses the New Zealand derby and he misses a whole bunch of other stuff, and he doesn't have to miss it, but predominantly you want to go travel with your best tours. If you do that and you get 280 grand for winning or 300 grand for winning, you get 30,000. Now, 30,000 is a lot of money. A lot of people listening to this will go, wow, that's the most amazing thing in the world. But every time you go to a major carnival, you're putting your hand in your pocket. Not all the money goes back to the owners. So you're saying to yourself, okay, you know, I get my 25K. Is that going to change Mark Purden's life? I'm not saying that's the reason behind it. He's telling me that the horses are sound. He wants to keep them sound. He doesn't want to go through the pressure of a series. And, and again, that's his choice. But it's a different thing than Wallow going to Melbourne to win the Melbourne Cup. You know, Waller goes to Melbourne to win the Melbourne Cup, which ironically he couldn't last year when very elegant won. But you can travel with these good gallopers and it's worth a truckload of money to you. It's it's worth you being there at your seven and a half or your ten percent when the main stakes four million dollars. But you say to yourself, you know, would I take a month out of my life if I was Mark Burden? Because it's a month away, more or less to campaign a horse at the Inter Dominions. Would I take a month out of my life? A 25k. Yeah, yeah, I suppose most people would, but we're not running a business the size of Mark Purden. Now, I'm not saying that that's how it should be, but the other option is, of course, you're missing the New Zealand Derby at home, which is 200 grand or 250 grand. You're missing a Group 1 trotting race, which is 100k. So people would say it's a lot of money, but of course you can win that money at home. And if you are choosing to concentrate on one of those two things, Toby, the inter-dominion isn't enough to make you go, wow. You know, it's half a million. It needs to be up to a million dollars. And I'm not here to spend other people's money because I realise it's not, it's not worth that now. But I think for the Inter-Dominion to be the draw card it was heading forward, particularly for people who have won it before, because obviously that means, you know, it's not the novelty that it would be to you and I. I think it needs to be a million dollars and I think the heats need to be 50,000. Well, and again, it's not my money to spend and I know there's heaps of other good races, but I personally believe the the Inter Dominion at a million dollars and the heats at fifty uh, would be a far more value to the industry 
and then run the Eureka for 1.5 million, which still makes it the richest harness race pretty much in the world or close enough to it, than having the Eureka at 2.1. That's I'm not slagging the Eureka. This is not their fault. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I think that I think that would be a better use of the industry's money, and I don't think anybody would downplay the Eureka at 1.5 versus 2.1. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I, I'll ask you one. Uh, what about this? The end of Dominion stays in December. Should the winner of the New Zealand Cup get an automatic entry into the grand final of the Inter Dominion? Bang, you're in. So, self assured wins the New Zealand Cup goes straight in. I don't think it's fair. And I I think too often, as we're seeing with people talking about the arc in Paris, we overreact to problems and say we want to change this or change that, or people saying they should have expanded the arc to three up to 24. I mean, imagine if someone told us we had to expand the Melbourne Cup to 26, we'd tell them to piss off. So I think we can't panic about it. Money changes everything. If the Inter-Dominion was $5 million, everybody would be there, but it's not. And under the current regime, we agreed to a certain amount of funding and we agreed to a certain state level. And that needs to change. Otherwise, the Inter-Dominion, because we think about it being the flag, being the grand final, you know, AFL last week, NRL this week. That's what we think. But but the bottom line is, is it really? I mean, you know... (laughs) Cricket's changed. Test cricket may be the ultimate to some people, but the money is in T20 around the world. And you say to yourself, if we want to change that, we actually have the power to do it. It's not what we need to create a $10 million race to compete with the Everest. We just need to find an extra half a million to make it a million dollars and 50000 for the heats. And that's actually not impossible. Again, I'm not spending other people's money. I don't have that money to do that. But I think it's possible inside the industry to do it and until we do do that, this time last year we had lots of conversations about trainers not going to New South Wales. And I remember having this conversation with you. I said, this will be exactly the same as Victoria next year. Yeah, yeah. I had this conversation with you on here. Because yeah, yeah, you did. People don't want the hassle of travelling to three sets of heats for 30 grand when they feel like it's... You, know, you can win a $30,000 race anywhere. Every race at Manangles is 20000 on a Friday night. Mm. I said that night, sorry. So... I do think unless we bump up the money, it's easy for us to be critical of trainers. Do I think Mark Purden should have nominated Selfish? Sure, I do. Of course I do. I would have nominated him. He's mine. But I'm also not going to start spending other people's money and telling them where to race their horses because until we give it a stake level appropriate to the Miracle Mile or the two slot races we have now uh, or the race next year, the El Dorado, until we do that, we can't really expect the trainers to prioritise it as number one because the industry isn't prioritising as number one. Hundred percent, mate. I, I, I know it. I don't. I'm not going to. I had a couple other questions. I want to leave it at that because that's a pretty strong way to finish. Thank you very much, mate. Good on you, brother. I'll see you there next week. I'm looking forward to coming to Melbourne, mate. I'm hoping to get a chance to come into the studio on Thursday and drink your guys' free coffee and have a chat. And looking forward to being part of the prior, the uh, the carnival next Saturday night, bro. Sounds great, Mick. See you then. There's Mick Gurren, and yeah, he makes sense, doesn't he? Uh, $1 million inter-dominion, $1.5 million slot race. Just that sounds a more level approach and more appropriate to the prestige of what the inter-dominion is. Uh, I love having him on. He just speaks so much sense with stuff like that. And he does talk to the right people at that top level. Let's get a break away and we'll move into our Taz Racing segment. 
Uh, it'll be a bit of a change of tact, I suppose. So we'll get to Jamie Cockshut. We've got Caleb Williams, a young 19-year-old participant down there. He's making his way in, in quite some sort of fashion too.